the college basketball experience SWAC conference preview for 2023-24 on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use that promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. We're also brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast. They just launched their YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe, all right? And to celebrate, we're giving away a, a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the broad stop. Thank you, guys. I'm excited. I can remember grambling beating the Colorado Buffaloes. Was it grambling that also knocked off Vanderbilt? Yes. Who also almost knocked off TCU? Someone was close to knocking off TCU beginning of the year. Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Pine Bluff. And I remember snacks. These guys actually took down two or three Pac 12 teams last year as well. That's right. And I remember snacks from Jackson state dog. All right. Do a YouTube search on that one. Uh, folks, uh, we are the college basketball experience. We break down all 31 conferences before the season starts. And when the season starts, which is November 6th, that's a Monday. That means starting November 5th, Sunday night, we will be here every single night of the season. Like we've been each and every year talking college hoops, uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. You're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. And that is fair. My name is Colby swing a database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Don D happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but uh, now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Yes, shout out to the chat. You can subscribe, folks. YouTube.com slash the college experience. Shout out to Cameron Hunt. You gotta love the swag. 100 percent We love the swag just like we love the SEC or the ACC or whatever. All right, we do not discriminate on conferences. We love college basketball. It doesn't matter if it's the NEC, the SWAC, whatever. We love it all. All right. And I mean, if you, if you're a SWAC fan, you need to check out the FCS college football experience, which I host. I also host the college football experience, but we got a deep appreciation for the SWAC over there as well. So let's jump into this. But before we do, I am joined by my co-host or one of my co-hosts. He's the producer behind the scenes on the college experience. But we, we said, Hey man, we both love SWAC basketball. So let's, 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 you know, let's do some, let's, let's, let's jam out an episode together. All right. Uh, this guy, he's the host of the college baseball experience. He's also the, like I said, the producer behind the college. There you go. He's got the shirt and everything. Go check out the store sports Give it up for the host of the college baseball experience and a, just a college football junkie behind this or college football and college basketball junkie behind the scenes. Give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing brother? What's going on Colby? And yeah, just, uh, <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but a couple of questions, uh, corrections for you. First off, Cameron Hurt in the chat. Love you, man. What did I thanks say? Thanks for jumping in, Cameron Hunt. Uh, oh, my bad. Oh. <laughs> thanks for jumping in. 
Swag preview. He's here at 1.20 a.m. Gotta love it. Um, what, he's he's active in the chat, I think, for one of the first times. Welcome. We we are glad to have you. Um, Iveta and Ryan Hasty, who are also active in the chat every day, or get to know them. I mean, if you guys are sweating out swack or just talking swack at 1.20 in the morning Eastern, y'all go, will be good friends. Second thing. 32 conferences, Colby. You said 31. Oh yeah. So, you know, it, you, it is late. Do you know but. what? No, no, no. I, I keep saying 31 ever since COVID when not the Ivy league didn't, didn't have a season. <laughs> so uh, my apologies. Um, anyway, shout out. And uh, look, I love the swag. I love the swag conference. And it makes me think of this. Get my limousine right on 85. Get my Learjet and take off to New Orleans. Yes, yes, yes. All right. I can't wait for the fucking season. And let's jump into it. But before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college basketball experience swag season preview. It's brought to you by prize picks with the basketball season here. You can now uh, pick combo projections across football and basketball. I, I can vividly remember a time that I was in Las Vegas, like 20 years ago uh, saying, why can't I bet football and basketball props together? All right. Well, shout out to prize picks. They figured it out. All right. So check it out. They have the specials league, which you could find both in a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo rate of three pointers made in a game plus receptions. That's a hell of a good deal. All right. So check out prize picks. And also you want to play along some of uh, prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill or comedian, Andrew Schultz. Uh, you can now find the community plays under the promos tab of the app essentially and uh, view entries. And you'll see some of the bigger names in the prize picks community each and every week making picks. Uh, also prize picks offers a reboot policy, which is fantastic. Cause if you play DFS, like we do, for example, tonight I played a player that was injured, didn't end up playing and I was busy. I didn't catch it in time. So I took a big fat zero and just basically pissed away money. That happens all the time, right? Especially when you get to college, um, happened the other day in the NFL with B. John Robinson. So, uh, folks, this is what's great about prize picks. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game or just doesn't play, but exits in the first half and does not return in the second, the player is rebooted. All right. So you get you get that reboot. And uh Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy that I've ever heard of. So what are you doing, folks? Um Get on over there. Go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN. Use that promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's pricepicks.com slash SGPN. Promo code SGPN. Price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. We're also brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast. Yes, uh, they just launched their YouTube channel, the MMA Gambling Podcast. Subscribe. And in honor of that, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Look, um, I really believe we've all been hammered at a bar and maybe you didn't like somebody and you say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking punch this dude right in the face. Well, I can tell you, it doesn't matter how much alcohol you give me. If they're wearing an MMA gambling podcast hoodie, I'm going to think, I'm going to think long and hard about, you know, maybe I shouldn't punch this guy in the face. Right. And my point is, is wearing an MMA gambling podcast hoodie leads you less likely to get sucker punched which is a genius move because you're trying, you're out on the town. You're trying to have a good time. Last thing you want is some fucking drunken idiot punching you in the face. All right. So, and uh, I mean, come on, these MMA Muay Thai fucking UFC guys, they could look like Jeff Van Gundy and they choke you out in like fucking 10 seconds. All right. Like, come on. It's the, the ultimate equalizer. Everyone's a wild card. You wear an MMA gambling podcast shirt or any really MMA content or whatever. I think people just think they, they well, you know what? He can call me a pussy. I'm going to sit here and enjoy my vodka tonic. All right. <laughs> uh, head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your, uh, your entry today and make sure to subscribe to the MMA gambling podcast on YouTube. And remember as always folks to let it ride. All right. 
We are back on the college basketball experience. Swack season preview. Before uh, we jump in, Colby, uh, Cameron Hurt responded. He's like, I've been in the chat before, just on my other account. Shout out SGPN. Nobody else out here previewing the swack. So I, I have one conclusion. He's Chinese spy balloon or one of those guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> Could be Chinese spy balloon. That's okay. We welcome all. Well, we welcome it all. Even when I got uh, kicked out by uh, by the Russians last year, we 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 uh, you know we don't discriminate. All right, just uh, we. I mean, we'd prefer our show be available for those fine people of Russia, but at the same time, you know, it's okay. The show must go on. Uh, let's jump into it. And and yeah, love the Delta Devils. One of my favorite names. And they're an, dude swack announcers, as you can imagine, just. There's if if as if if you've never been in general to a I've always wanted to go to the the uh the celebration bowl. Haven't been to the celebration bowl, but I can tell you this, I I've, I've checked out a few campuses. Uh and what what I think Cameron's alluding to is the announcers. Some of those announcers fantastic. Way better. Way better. Yes, way better than pretty much anything, anybody, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're up there with the best. Uh, if they had a way, remember a couple of years ago, I was able to call games. We had, there was this app. They're gone. Yeah. Now. They got bought out, yeah. but they paid us to call games. It was fantastic. The Mississippi Valley state guys. And, and I'm sorry, I don't know their names, but they should be calling every fucking game. Let's go. All right. Let's jump into this with team one. The Bulldogs of Alabama A and M. Yes, they were ten and eight in the SWAC a year ago, fifteen and eighteen overall for Otis Hughley. He's in. That was year one too. Not a terrible first year to go to. You got to remember, folks. The some of these SWAC teams will play like a month on the road. That like they'll do more fucking travel than uh than the, like the Rolling Stones in 1971. You know what I mean? Like they 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 are out there doing it. Um so to me like I pay attention to the conference record here. 10 and 8 because I guarantee you you gave some of those power fives a month on the road, they'd be struggling a little bit too. So 10 10 and 8 in the SWAC, Huntsville, good old Huntsville, Alabama there. Um now the problem is, is they lose Messiah Thompson of just about 11 points a game. Also Garrett Hicks at 13 points a game. Also Elisa, uh, uh, Balaze, uh, a Kenobi, a Kenobi, a Kenobi. I don't know. Um, he's Obi-Wan gone. Kenobi? Yeah. I was about to say definitely a fucking star Wars character. Um, <laughs> but, uh, they returned some solid minutes here. They got Dalen Smith back at the forward spot. He's a six, six senior. 25 minutes a game a season ago, about 11 points per game. He's back. Cameron Tucker at the point is back. He's a fifth year guy. They also, their big man, EJ Williams, six eleven guy. So they have, they have some, some veterans here. Also the two guard Amari peak green, all in all they're, they're projected starting like six man rotation, all upperclassmen. And if anything, five of the six are either seniors or grad seniors. So, I mean, as far as experience goes, they got some guys. Uh, they did hit the portal and bring, brought in Dylan McLean from Bishop State, also Clance Crosby from Fort Scott, as well as Anthony Bryant from Marion Military. Um, last season was a very good first year, and believe it or not, it was the best season they've had in 18 years in year one. So I am buying into Otis Ugly to come in and, and, and have and finish fifth in the swag. Let's go. The, the amount of returning production. I think they're going to be a player in this conference. Noah, your thoughts on the bulldogs. Yeah. So I think they return some important production. I mean, actually they, they return the third least amount of minutes in the slack, but you can argue that, I mean, some of the minutes probably came from the bench that they lose, uh, but they do lose their all conference uh, defensive player of the year in uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi um, and Aiko Nobi there. Um, but they've, they've got some returning guys and Cameron Tucker being a grad senior at the point guard position is one that you have to love there. Their returning leading scorer from last season, Dalen Smith playing the four 
should be all right. He's actually able to stretch the floor as well. Shot 35.5% from three last year. Alabama AM was actually pretty good at defense as well. They ranked fourth in the first year of the system uh, for the Bulldogs. So I expect more of the same for AM, even maybe even a step up from fifth in the SWAC this season. I think they're a top half team in the SWAC. Let's go. All right. Let's talk about their rivals. If you watch college football, the magic city classic, it's normally Alabama state and Alabama a and M every year in mobile. Um, let's talk about those Hornets of Alabama state. They were not as good a year ago, eight and 23, six and 12 in conference tied for ninth in the swag. Tony Madlock. Uh, he's uh, much more entertaining than the fucking Madlock TV show. Uh, just to date myself. Um, but this is, uh, this is an interesting bunch because they brought in, uh, Dante bass. All right. From Georgetown, my Hoyas. That's a nice get. They lose Alex Anderson and Jordan O'Neill. However, I mean, returning minutes, they do have a, a solid couple minutes, a couple guys back TJ Matlock. Uh, I, I can only imagine their son of son, son of Tony yeah. Matlock, uh, Omar Knox together. Those guys combined for about 51 minutes a game a season ago. You also have the three guard, Isaiah range. Who's a stud led the team in scoring there, uh, or returning uh top scorer at, uh, he played almost the entire game, you know, 40 minute games he played about 35 and a half minutes each and every night, folks, uh, 14 points a game. They also have uh, the big man, Eric Coleman. Yeah. Uh, six, eight senior played about 19 minutes a game a season ago. They're going to ask for him to step up, be a big contributor on this year's team. They also uh, went out and got CJ Hines, a transfer from Faulkner in NAIA school. Um, They're good in baseball. I played them. There we go. Uh, And Kendall Parker back as a freshman. He played about 12 minutes a game. I'm sure he'll get more into the mix all in all. I mean, they lost a couple guys a year ago, but I feel like this team, I actually think they'll be similar to what they were a year ago. Maybe even a little bit better. What do you make of the Hornets? Yeah. So I, I think their offense, their, their offense runs through uh, Antonio Madlock, son of Tony Madlock. Um, he played 33 minutes this season ago, 11 points per game. Um, but he was kind of inefficient <laughs> shooting the ball. Uh, so this team, both offensively and defensively bottom half in the SWAC last season out of the 12 teams, they do return the fourth most minutes from a season ago. And they're not as young anymore. I mean, Madlock's a junior this year. Um, they had two freshmen now are our sophomores in this projected starting five. Um, and Eric Coleman's a season senior center for them. He played 19 minutes a season ago. Uh, his role expands. We'll see how he does. I think this is a bottom half team in the swack, but um, with with another year under some of these young kids' belts, they might be a team that improves a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think so far ranking the teams, Alabama A and M would come before Alabama State. But let's jump on over and talk about the Braves yeah. of all courts. I'm down State. to do that. I'm down to do that if you want to. I think well, there was one conference that Mac did it. Mac and I did it where it was like after every team, we just re-ran the order. If you want to do that. For yeah. Swag yeah. We could do that. Right. So, so, so yeah, right. Bama state, Bama, a and no, a and M one or Bama, a and yeah. Bama state. Yeah. A and M one Bama state two. Let's yeah. talk about Alcorn state though. The Braves, uh, first off, they were good last year, man. 15 and three yeah. in conference for they Land- were good. ATS yes. Too. From yeah. what I remember Landon Bussy getting it done. Uh, in year four there, or in year three, I should say, uh, as he enters year four, 18 and 14, they made the NIT a year ago. Shout out to them. Uh, they lose though. Three veterans, Keontre Montgomery gone, Devin Carter gone, Dominic Bruton, all of them averaged double digits a year ago. Losing that's going to take some hits. However, though, you do return a few solid guys. I mean, uh, Byron Joshua is back at the point spot, five ten guy, but uh, look, the guy could play 32 and a half minutes a game, 11 points per game, 4.2 assists. He's a dog on the defensive side of the ball too. almost two steals a game. He's back. You also got uh, Jeremiah Kendall 
Now they play small ball. I mean, he's six, six. He's there. He's their elite big there. 22 minutes a game, 11 points per game a year ago, seven boards, just about uh, also they got uh Dekedrin Thorne, another senior who played 27 minutes a game a season ago. Those three big pieces that are back. Now the rest, the bench has got about three guys that have played minutes, but they still aren't very experienced. Uh, they went out in the portal though, and they brought in a couple guys from Prairie view, <laughs> Jeremiah Gambrel. Uh, that's, that's a nice get there. 25 minutes a game, 10 points a game, just about that's a very nice get there. They also brought in Rod Jones from Polk state community college. Look, if you got tape on Polk state community college, you're a fucking, you're, you're just incredible. Um, but uh, also trace stout Stoudermeyer coming in from Lawson state. Dude, they deep dive. They deep dive here. Um, and Steven uh, beard from coach eyes. Is that coaches community college? Like the, the character in the, the beastie boys video. Um, <laughs> all in all, I mean, I worry about depth. I really do. I still think this is going to be a team up at the top of the half of the conference though. So if we're doing the pecking order here, I'm going to still put all corn one Alabama, a and M two and uh, Alabama state three. What are you doing? What do you, what, what do you make of the Braves Noah? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I like the duo in the backcourt and frontcourt, both of them seniors, four seniors and a junior uh, coming in from the Juco ranks, but uh, Gambrel in conference transfer from Prairie view played 25 minutes a season ago in the slack nine and a half points per game. Um, the shooting is going to be a little bit of a worry here for, for me. And, and yeah, you already mentioned it with the depth, but I mean, uh, bus or uh, uh, bussy, his offense last year, number one in the slack, according to Ken Palm. Um, and they were effective shooting the ball, almost 49 and a half, almost 50% from the field. Uh, number one, offensive rebounding team, number one team taking care of the balls, with the least amount of turnovers last season. And also number one in free throw uh, percentage. I mean, that's a winning formula for you right there. Uh, defensively, though, they were a, a little bit uh, worse on that end of the floor. Uh, actually, tenth uh, in opponent field goal percentage. So, uh, hopefully, with losing some of their top scores from a season ago, they they lose three of their top four um, or three of their top five, depending on how you calculate that. Um, hopefully they're able to step up their game a little bit on the defensive end to make up for that. Uh, but yes, I have this team over Alabama and M as well. I have that. Uh, I have it Alcorn state, Bama and M Bama state. There we go. Let's talk about pie bluff. A put out an APB on the golden lions. All right. A peanut butter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am in very intrigued about this team. No, not on Alcorn State. Arkansas Pl- Pine Bluff. I know. I, okay. I took off a comment and then <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to revert back to the original. Um, We're talking about on YouTube for those that are listening. Yeah, YouTube.com slash the college experience, folks. Watch it every night of the season. We'll be live. Um, now, the thing that's super intriguing here, you know, I, I know you looked and say 10 and 21 last year, 6 and 12, ninth in the mat or in the SWAC. And then, uh, you know, they had a terrible end of the season. However, man, I think they can play, man. I'm kind of optimistic about them being legit contenders this year because uh, they get Rashad Williams from the Billikens of St. Louis. I know he just played eight minutes a game, but still I like St. Louis is a talented team. Uh, then they get Lanell Martin transferring in from Montana. Now, if, if you watched Montana ball, this guy played about 29 minutes a game there in the big sky, they return Kylan Milton who averaged 13 points a game, played 31 minutes a game, getting those three. You also add in Joe French from Bethune Cookman, where he averaged about 10 points a game there in Daytona beach. Uh, and then Ismail Platt, uh, the big man, you know, 20 minutes a game a season ago, he's going to be asked to step up. But you look at the bench, Trey on uh, Robert Lewis, Zach Reinhardt, they have guys that have played a lot of minutes. And to me, I think they're going to be in contention for the SWAC championship this year. Um, now ranking them is tough because you're like, man, they were there. They finished ninth in the SWAC. How can I be that optimistic? But I just think the returning minutes 
I actually have this team right now. If we're going pecking order, Alcorn would be one pine bluff two. Alabama, a and M three, Alabama state four. Noah, your thoughts on the golden lions. So for me, I think I might like this one more than Alcorn state. Yeah. Uh, based on, so I, I don't know if Rashad Williams is waiting on a waiver. That's a big uh, question mark for me. Um, I, I tried to figure that out, but it's the SWAC. There's not a ton of information on there. I looked up his name and waiver uh, usually does the trick in the old Google machine, but his name didn't pop up. Um, but talented kid coming in from St. Louis. And if you are in, able to insert him in with a lineup of two seniors and two fifth year seniors that all played at least 20 minutes a season ago, and Lano Martin comes in from a good program in Montana. Joe French comes in from Bethune Cookman in in SWAC transfer there that played 26 and a half minutes ago, a season ago, almost had 10 points a game. Uh, I think this is a nice core of a team that just needs a point guard. Uh, so that, that's a little bit of an issue if they don't get Rashad Williams to be able to cl- uh, be cleared. Um, so for for that though, I'll I'll, I'll put Alcorn State at one just because I don't really have a question about yeah uh, yeah about them and they did it last year but then I like APB Bama and Bama State let's go uh let's talk about Bethune Cookman the Wildcats I got a little song for them um um Reggie Theus the former UNLV running rebel back in the day played on I mean, he could light it up back in the NBA, man. Uh, even late in his career, I feel like Reggie Theus was good for like 20 a game uh, on the Hawks, the Kings shit. He played on a lot of teams, but he was good. Um, and, and he was a good college basketball. He's been a proven winner in college basketball, whether it's uh, New Mexico state, Cal state Northridge. He's had some good teams. Uh, this might be his best team. I think in uh, Daytona there, if I had to bet. And a lot of that is, Zion Harmon, the former top 100 recruit as a freshman, this guy played 29 minutes a game, just about 14 points a game. And that is, I think why you should be optimistic. If you're a Bethune cookman fan, yes, they lose Joe French as we just alluded to, to APB. They lose KJ Davis and Marcus Garrett. All those guys average double digits. Even Dylan Robertson was a solid contributor on that team. All those guys are gone. However, you could make an argument. This team is more athletic. They're better. They're more of his guys because this is year three for Reggie Theus. So you bring back Zion Harmon, who was what freshman of the year in the SWAC. He's only going to get better. Deshaun Dyson is a is a guy back at the two guard spot. Twenty two minutes a game, eleven and a half points a game a season ago. That backcourt's going to be elite. Then you add Should in good. then you add in Demania McIntyre, who played about twenty one minutes a game a season ago. Also Derek Carter Hollinger, 21 minutes a game a season ago. They're counting on James Henderson, the, the big man to step up. He was a freshman a year ago, got about 17 minutes a game. He's going to be playing a lot more. The bench concerned, the depth, very concerned. All right. Cause they only got one guy on the bench. That's actually contributed solid minutes in college basketball. And that's Elijah Holwesi. So, uh, I mean, I'm of the opinion that they will be better, but I am very concerned about the depth. If they get any injuries, you could really eat shit on your projection this year. Um, but I'll say right now, if I had to rank them, I would go one Alcorn, two APB, three Alabama A and M, four Bethune Cookman, five Alabama State. Noah, your thoughts on the Wildcats? There's a lot of positives to draw from Bethune Cookman, even though they lose a lot of offensive production from a season ago. They return. Uh, I mean, everybody that was still on the depth chart from this team returns. They really only lost a couple of starters from last season. And even with that, it might be addition by subtraction. You know, last year, this team ranked 12th in defense in the conference uh, via Kempa and uh, 11th in opponent shooting percentage, 11th in uh, rebounding on the def- defensive end of the floor. Um, just kind of all around the defense struggled, but offensively they were good. Uh, they took care of the ball. They were top half offense. Um, I, I believe that Theus is probably able to be, he's probably an offensive coach. 
Um, and that should stay the same. And then if you get some guys that, you know, were, were hungry for more minutes last season, most of these guys played 20 minutes a game, but now their roles are expanding offensively. Maybe, maybe you get a little bit of that buy-in uh, or a little bit more of that buy-in and this team could be better. But I, I exactly, I agree exactly with how you assessed the standing so far. Um, I, I hope that this team improves this season. Uh, Cause I think, I can actually build a case for them finishing better than seventh in the SWAC. We'll see how it goes throughout the, uh, throughout the show here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I I'm fascinated by, by watching them this year, especially that backcourt. Uh, let's move along and talk about Florida A and M Famu. Uh, well, last year wasn't great for Robert McCollum in year six, seven and 22, five and 13 in the SWAC. And they lose Jordan Tillman. They lose Jalen Bates. They lose Byron Smith altogether. That is about uh, 29 points of production from a year ago. Now they did hit the portal and brought in love Bettis from North Carolina. A and T shout out to our guy, Terrell Furman jr. The host of the NBA gambling podcast. He's an A and T grad. Uh, so I have to get his take on love Bettis coming in. Uh, Domingo Stevens though is, is, a, is the two guard they'll be counting on played about 13 minutes a game. This is uh, they're projecting to start five seniors. Now, some of them are transfers. Shannon grant coming in from Mercer with the bears played about 13 and a half minutes there in the SoCon Jordan Chapman is a guy that uh, I think they're, that they think could be really good this year. Uh, six, five senior played about 18 minutes a game a season ago. Also Hans Luis Jouette Juni. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this name. I'm just trying to sound educated. Um, <laughs> next, uh, I mean, but the, the the fucking starting five is all vets. You have Chase Bars on the bench, played about 18 minutes a game. Also Alvin Tumbling, but man, everyone else besides that is youngsters or inexperienced players. Kind of think if I had to rank these right now, I'll say uh, I think there'll be one game ahead of Alabama State but I do think they are in the cellar of the swag. So uh, talk to me about what your projection is of the rattlers. The theme of this team is if they're experienced, they're unproven, or if they're young, they haven't played. Um, Love Bettis could be the X factor of this team coming in from NCA and T heading the point for them. Um, And then Dominguez Stevens probably is their uh, go-to option on the offensive side of the floor shot 42 and a half percent from three last year, 43% from the floor. He was efficient in limited opportunities. This team's a big question mark for me. Bottom half, uh, uh, probably I either have them below Bama state or just above. Mm, mm. Well, let's talk about the grambling tigers. And uh, this was a team that I thought was fucking fun to watch last year, man. Grambling was, was very fun. Uh, 24 and nine, 15 and three tied for first place in the SWAC. What a great season for Dante Jackson there in Grambling, Louisiana. Uh, the bad news though, Shondarius Cowart gone. Cam Christen gone. Uh, Gordon, another vet, uh, Vershawn cotton, another guy that could play all are gone. And I mean, all, all in all, I mean, those guys really, uh, you're talking about a solid, like 44, 45 points of production out the door. How fast can they re- rebuild? I know the culture has been, been great there, but you got to wonder uh, the returning production from ways, from what I see, and they have a six man rotation that I think really, you know, talk about experience. Uh, they have guys that have been in college a long time. All of them projected to be seniors or grad uh, seniors. So you look at the, the, the guard spot, Terrence Lewis, 17 minutes a game a year ago, nine points per game. He can light it up. All right. I think this is a guy who shot f- almost 42% from three. That's a guy that they're going to be banking on. Also Zahad Munford back at the guard spot, grad senior 15 minutes a game a season ago. And Tremichael Morton, that's the guard spot. Morton played 25 minutes a game a season ago on that team. Uh, Jordan Smith, another vet that's played 26 minutes a game, nine points, uh, five boards a season ago. That is someone I think they can really build this team around. Also, Jonathan, Aku, another senior. I mean, the, he only played 15 minutes a game last year, but in general, you got to love the depth here. They bring in Jalen Johnson from Milwaukee, the Panthers, a six, eight grad grad senior there played 13 and a half minutes a game. 
They also went out and got Elvis Nanji from George Mason, the Patriots uh, in the, in the C or in the a uh, 10 and then uh, Jamel Kofer from Stephen F. Olson with the lumberjacks. We know they keep a great program. They also bring back Quentin Merrill or Morell, I should say like Adrian. Uh, but all in all, you got to think it's going to be a step back for Grambling, despite them being good. I think it's a step back. I think they'll contend, but I don't think they will have the same success from a season ago. So I would probably put them in the mix between after Arkansas Pine Bluff. Actually, I'll even say after Alabama A and M. I think they're one spot behind A and M, give or take. I think they were going to be right in that mix. What do you think about the Tigers, Noah? I think I like Grambling a little bit better than Bama A and M, and it's basically because <clears throat> Dante Jackson uh, has either been in the middle of the pack or competing for a SWAC title. Um, and recently, like last year, they had the number one defense in the SWAC, the second best offense. Uh, you go back five years, their uh, defense never dropped before fourth in this conference. And the offense fluctuated up and down 2019. They had a really good year. They had a good offense 2023. They had a really good year. They had a good offense this year. They have a trio of grad seniors in the backcourt. Uh, that's a strength. Uh, even if they haven't played much together, uh, there's a lot of production that was lost from last year, but uh, a solid foundation here that still, I mean, they're returning from a season ago. Uh, that at least played 15 minutes, all of them. Uh, and it's an entire starting five of seniors. So that's something that I like. Uh, Jordan Smith in the front court is going to be interesting. He's a stretch four, can shoot it well. Um, I, I, I'm i a little bit higher on Grambling, I guess. I got them above Bama. And I had him right there. I think it's very close, very close, back and forth. Um, probably come down to the final week of the season. But. My, uh, my next team that I'm super excited to talk about is Jackson state. You know, Mo Williams, the former, uh, uh, fucking NBA player. That was really good. You know what I mean? Played what, what I obviously the Cavs. I, he played for the Clippers. I caught him for the Clippers a couple of times, played for a lot of teams. I think the Utah jazz, if memory serves me correct as well. Uh, but I mean, Mo Williams, very good player in the NBA, obviously a bit of a legend, and it's almost like the Deion Sanders thing, except he's from Jackson, Mississippi. Mo Williams, born and raised, I believe, in Jackson, Mississippi. So I am fascinated by watching this team this year. They return a ton of production. All right. They lose Tracy Young and Jamarcus Jones, but this is a team that uh, won 10 of their last 11 games last year. And they to return that much produ- uh, production, Colty Young. Ken Evans, those guys, I think getting them back, both played over 30 minutes a game a year ago. Uh, Romel Mansell back chase Adams, uh, Zeke cook. I mean, you really got to like the depth as far as bench production goes way better than almost everyone we've previewed so far. Then you add in, then you add in Jordan O'Neill from Alabama state guy. who played 27 and a half minutes there. And then Deshaun Ruffin from Ole miss. Oh man. I'll be honest. I think that I think they should be the preseason favorites to win the swag because Jackson state, the depth that they have on unlike any team we've previewed. And then you add in some of that athleticism that they have. I think they're going to be top notch Mo Williams. Yes. We haven't seen him, you know, be super elite as a coach, but I, I mean, his talent speaks for itself. I think they're going to be right there in the mix. I, I have them projected to be, you know, the team to beat there in the, in the, in the swag. What, what do you make of the tigers right there with you? I mean, in his first season, he came in third in this league. I don't expect them finishing any lower than that this year. I think Deshaun Ruffin out of the transfer portal was an amazing get last year. He spent the season with Ole Miss played just under 20 minutes a game. And he was very good, uh, just creating plays. He had three assists a game last year and he was all right shooting the ball. I don't think this team needs him to shoot the ball. Colty young and Ken Evans can shoot that three ball for him. They both played 30 minutes a season ago, over 10 points a game. You mentioned it and they're all active on the glass too. I really like this tiger's team. All right, let's jump over and talk about, uh, well, actually, before we do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience swag season previews brought to you by hall of fame bets. 
Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. All right, so stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we're back on the college basketball experience. SWAC season preview. And next, we're going to jump over to uh, a team that, uh, well, we talked about them. Best announcers so I, in the game. What? Yeah, I went and found their uh, their booth. So Wanda Young does the public broadcasting. So she was on the sidelines. Eric Cole was the announcer, and then he was also partnered with Dog. Darwin Cannon. Dog. So yes. There, there's your there's your staff of announcers last uh, last year. They deserve um, a fucking Pulitzer Prize or some shit. I don't know, Lee, but. Lee Hall did Lee Hall also uh, it says Lee Hall did some play-by-play basketball, but he was also on football and did he, he did a bunch of other stuff. So it could be Lee Hall as well. Um, but yeah, can't wait to get a load of this booth again. Once, once again this year. Yeah. And look, they were kind of ass last year, five and 27, four and 14 <laughs> in the swag, but the announcing was, was, was great. But that was, I mean, that's George Ivory's first season. We gotta be patient. Can't you get Rome wasn't built overnight, uh, but they lose Terry Collins and Tyron Mosley both combined for about, tw- you know, 27 points a game. Uh, that's going to hurt. That's going to be, that's a tough hit there. Um, they went out, they tried to bring in some, some, some guys in the portal, Jalen Sanders from Northwest Mississippi, Cameron uh, Mayhan from long beach right out by me uh, and Donovan Sanders from Mississippi Gulf coast community college. Uh, that's not Long Beach State, by the way. That's Long Beach Community College. Um, <laughs> so, huh? They return. They have a couple guys. I mean, getting Raquan Brown so they back. Return, yeah, they returned the second most minutes from a season ago. I forgot to mention it for Jackson State. They returned the most. They actually returned eighty-three and a half percent. Big drop off to the second most, which is Mississippi Valley State. Fifty-nine percent of their minutes returned from last season. However, they're the most experienced team entering the season this year. Look, they're going to be better. Should be. Sure. No, I think they will be better, but I still don't think this is a top half team. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at a super experienced team, Walter Hamilton to Danny Washington and, and Ernest Minton, all you know, guards that are seniors that have played major minutes, Areco Gibson as well. Alvin uh, Stredick at the, at the, another guy on the front court that played 27 minutes a game a season ago. Look, they'll be better. I, I actually think they'll probably be like mid, uh, solid middle of the pack. I just don't think they'll be at the top tier or the Delta devils. Noah, your thoughts. Yeah. Last year they lacked a little bit of an identity. Their bottom half and offense. One of the worst defenses in the league. This year, they lose two of their top three scores. Um, Raekwon Brown is going to be needed to be relied on their top score from uh, this season standpoint. Last year, he averaged 12 and a half points a game. He was efficient shooting 43 and a half percent, not as well shooting the outside shot. The positive of this, of this team, uh, positive of this team is that they've got some length for a SWAC team. They, uh, they go uh, point guards, five eleven, and Danny Washington, but then you got Six five six 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 seven six eight six nine six eight on the bench six nine. Um, they've got some size that should help them at least defensively to get them out of the cellar in that category. Um, but yeah, I, I still think this is a bottom half team. Uh, second year for George Ivory. Hopefully, you can see some momentum this season. Get out of the the like total cellar in twelfth place in the swack, but. I think they're down there in the bottom half. I would put them. It's between them and Florida A&M. Where would, do you have them better than Florida A&M? I sure. do. I definitely do. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, yeah. I, I have them above FAMU. Next up, let's talk about a team that was a darling of mine last year. Prairie view, the, you know, the Panthers down there in Prairie view, Texas. Bubba McDowell's our football coach. I got a chance to interview him uh, not long ago, but man, Prairie 
Prairie View, Texas. Uh, most teams when they come into Prairie View, Texas last year, first off, they were a covering machine for me. But most teams when they came in there, they were saying this. I'm dying in this fucking country ass fucked up town. Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck, I can't see pollen. Let's get the fuck out this country, mother. <laughs> uh, no, I mean honestly. I don't know how many times I locked them up last year. They were a fucking darling of mine. 13 and 19 overall, nine and nine in the uh, SWAC, uh, finished six in the SWAC, but Byron Smith doing a good job. Uh, the problem is a lot though. <laughs> yeah. The problem is this is fresh. Uh, this is a fresh roster. William Douglas only returns, only returns 8% of the minutes from last season. Yeah. By unbelievable. Far the least in the SWAC. Jeremiah G- uh, Gambrell go, tra- hit the portal. It's Corian Smith gone. Uh, I mean, they lose everybody. Hydel uh, Augustin gone. Um, everyone you can think of, really. They bring back Brian Miles, a guy who played <laughs> eleven minutes for them. Um, McKinley Harris, also a guy. No, no, played. no. Uh, wait. Sorry. What's you up? you mentioned Miles. Uh, I I thought you said Giles who comes in from the divider, not Miles. Oh My no, bad. yeah, they My they went bad. out and got Ron uh Ronell Giles from St. Francis, New York, the the, the, the divider. divider. And uh they just decided to be ultimate pussies and stop playing sports. <laughs> um I wanted you to hit that yes, one so good. Uh, <laughs> I jumped then, the gun. My bad. Yeah. They, 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 they're real swift up there. Um then uh Javante Hopkins transfers in from Tarleton State. Um, Billy Gillespie's bunch. Um, could be a good get. Charles Smith. No, not the old New York Nick that wouldn't fucking dunk the ball. Uh, Charles Smith transfers in from Old Dominion. Jeff Jones. They they keep a good program there. That's probably a good get. C.J. Lane comes in from uh from from uh, Eastern Illinois. Nick uh Gazellas from uh, Montana State. It's hard. And they brought in two guys from the divider, Cyrus Grisby as well. It's really hard for me to, 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 to pigeonhole how this team will be because it's a brand new roster. This is like, this is like the, the Arkansas of the swack. <laughs> Everyone's a transfer. I'll say, I, I mean, I trust the coaching yeah. middle of the pack. Give me middle of the pack for, for Florida a and not as I'm Florida and Prairie view a but not, not, not as good as last year, obviously. What do you make of this team, man? I think they'll be better than expected. I don't know if I'm ready to list them just middle of the pack. Uh, last year they had the second best defense. Uh, so I think you bring in a lot of these guys via the portal. You're able to coach them up on that side of the floor, figure it out offensively. Javante Hopkins was a good shooter last year. CJ Lane was a good shooter last year. Ronald Giles coming in from St. Francis, Brooklyn. They weren't a winning program, but hopefully he's able to step in and just Still in a role as the point guard, <clears throat> but uh, other than him, the rest of this roster didn't play more than 15 minutes a season ago. Yeah. So I I'm a little bit more down on this team than you. I think they're in the middle of the pack. I would th- probably throw them behind Bethune Cookman in front of Gramley. Is that how we have it going? That sounds about accurate. That sounds, I mean, that, them and Grambling, I think, because Grambling could be better than what I think, too. But uh, yeah, I, that sounds about accurate. Uh, let's talk about the Jaguars of Southern. Kevin Johnson in his first season in Baton Rouge there. And uh, they lose everybody, too. I mean, they, you want to talk about another team to get a, a hard, get hard, hard read on here is uh, Brian Whitley's gone. Bryson ETN's gone, PJ Bird gone, Terrell Williams gone, Tyrone Lyons gone. I mean, the top minutes guy that they returns what Jalen Reynolds or uh, Festus uh, Udamanya. But <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about a hard team to get a gauge on? They now they brought in some guys from the portal, Brandon Davis from Texas State. Uh, Derek Tazino from Stephen F. Austin with the Lumberjacks. It's a bunch of community. I mean, uh, Juco's. I'm going to say towards the back. Yeah. Of the swack. Uh, unfortunately, it's just, it's year one without Sean Woods who had this program actually competing in the top half of the league every year. But 
year one of Kevin Johnson, the roster really turns over. I don't know what to expect from this team much at all. I mean, the entire backcourt really didn't play much uh, in the D one level last season. And Derek Tazino uh, comes in from SFA. Who's not a tremendously good offensive program. I think they're going to struggle on that side of the floor specifically um, the front court. They bring back some experience, both of them seniors, uh, fetus Dumanya and Jerron Wilkins. But other than that, I think this team's down in the basement. Uh, the chat I think was, they're better than damn you. I would say and that's where I'll have them. The chat was asking if it was that Kevin Johnson. Uh, no, not the one who dunked on Akeem Olajuwon, the former Phoenix son, who I think is like the mayor of Sacramento or was. Uh, this is Kevin Johnson, uh, who did play professionally for you know, but not in the NBA, but like he played pro ball in the world. So, uh, and he'd been a lot, he'd been a Ron Hunter assistant at Tulane. So, there is that. Um, let's talk about the final team in the conference, Texas Southern, who I am always, I, I, I know they finished eighth in the SWAC last year, but obviously they did their thing again. At, yeah. the, at the health and PE <laughs> arena. Uh, and they made the NCAA tournament. This team's always tough, man. And you look at what is here returning PJ Henry at the point spot. Who's a dog. All right. Um, getting a mortal back also as a freshman, a guy flash man played about 20 minutes a game, eight points a game. That's a great freshman year. And then you look at like some of the other guys, Colby Granger, uh, Farouk, the, the, the guards on the bench. All right. Um, you add in, you add in the transfers they brought in Jonathan Sisse coming in from, uh, from I dub incarnate word, Josh farmer from UTSA, uh, Jamar young from Memphis. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's, that's Memphis. You know, they're talented. Dion Stroud from E dub, uh, Kenny Hunter from La Tech. I I think this is a contender yet again. Um, I won't have them win in the regular season, but you better believe in that swag tournament. They're coming again. Uh, they play I, their best ball late in the season. Yes, every year for uh, Johnny Jones. There, uh, I'll have them finishing third in the swag this year. I think they'll be yeah they'll be right behind. They'll be right behind Jackson State. I mean, may, you could build a case that they could win the SWAC. I, I just feel like I like Jackson State a little bit more. I'm with you on that one. Uh, they they bring in it's an entirely new front court for Texas Southern. Uh, so I don't really know what to expect here. Uh, PJ Henry, though, I mean, he's a stud. Jonathan Cisse, 16 and a half points a game a season ago at Incarnate Word. Their backcourt's going to be damn good. They've got two seniors back there both of them um, from there though. I think that's where Jackson state builds an edge across the rest of the conference. Um, I, I think, I think Texas Southern is competing for a title. I like what they've got here. I love the backcourt, but um, overall just preseason rankings wise, I've got them either second or third. Are you ready for this though? They don't, don't win the regular, they don't win the regular season. But they win the SWAC tournament. Probably again. I, I mean, I trust Johnny Jones more than Mo Williams. Yeah, again, they win it again, and I'm fast. Did, did this conference a lot better than like five, six years ago when I was first started doing yeah. this show? You get to some of these teams, but I'm like, man, I'm seriously impressed by the depth of this conference now. There's a couple teams where that these portal they're just portaled up, and it's hard to get a gauge on. But there's a lot of teams here that I think. Uh, it, it's going to be fun to watch night in, night out. Swag. Seriously, ball. We, we saw last year, they pulled off opposites. I think they pulled off three. I think they went three and three in that swack pack 12 challenge last year. Grambling beat Vanderbilt. I mean, Wazoo jumped, got caught. It, didn't they? Didn't Wazoo? They, they jumped up yeah. and bit a couple of uh, high majors. I think they got at least four. So this conference is taking in tremendous steps. Uh, they're, they're, they're better than the, uh, uh, negative connotation of the league for sure. Everybody just kind of laughs with the swack. We made the joke that it's the, uh, we saved the best for the last, but uh, I think we've previewed a couple of conferences worse than the swack for sure. For sure. And, and uh, like I noticed the depth or, or I'm sorry, the growth 
from five years ago, six years ago. I think this conference is much, much deeper uh, than it was say five, six years ago, which means, you know, they're going to knock off better teams and they're going to be fun to watch night in night out when the season, when the season tips. So you folks, see this comment from Aveta here on uh, YouTube. Well, dude, they always, they like this. It would have been fun to kind of walk through all the schedules as we were going. I should have, I should have thought of that because all these teams start off like crazy road stints. Road I mean, warriors going, that they're... going into the Texas Southern schedule here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Neutral, neutral. So those might be an MTE. I don't know. The North Carolina A and T and Howard games are both neutral back to back nights. They start off the year eight games at least eight games away from home. Oh, dude! Until I, so December twenty first. Yeah, Sam. Dude, some of those teams do it for like a month. I forget what team I watched last, last year. Do last it. year it was Florida A and M. Yeah, I texted you and Mac. And I said, "Here's a fun fact: They don't play a home game until like January seventh. Unfucking believable. Respect to them. Game yeah. Until the beginning of the next calendar. <laughs> Unbelievable. Texas Southern plays at New Mexico, I believe, opening night. I think, right? Is that, I think it's opening night Holy or opening shit. week. Jackson State doesn't play a home game in 2023. Wait, the whole year? The like till conference they, play. I mean, their yeah. first home game is January 6th. <laughs> so okay, so Mo Jackson Williams State loading up. Yeah, Jackson State at Memphis, at San Diego, at Cal Baptist, at Loyola Marymount. That should be fun. At Tulsa, at Missouri, at Arkansas State, at Houston, Howard, North Carolina, A&T, at Gonzaga, at Northwestern. Then their first home game, January 6th, in conference, Alcorn State. Holy shit. That was just the second team that I looked at for schedule-wise this year in the SWAC. They open up with Memphis, These too. are fun. Oh my God. Elkhorn state doesn't have a home game until January 20th. Oh, this is just fun. I encourage you guys to just look at the schedules and the slack. They do it to make money for their school. They do it to make money for their school. They go across the entire country. They don't play home games. They'll take the buy games, take in the money for playing some high majors, but Holy shit, just three schools. And they don't play I mean, home games until the mid or December. Unfucking believable man. But uh, hopefully they get some guys. I love it when they steal one of those buy games. Fuck the other big schools. Let's go folks. Uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also iTunes, Spotify, wherever we're at when the season tips on September 6th, once again, actually the fifth. So did I say September? I've been talking for a while. Yeah. November, November 6th. Uh, is when this, the first games are played. Starting on November fifth, we'll be here every single night of the season, handicapping every single game, talking about it. Not just handicap. I mean, yes, we love to handicap and gamble because we're part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, but we also love college hoops. We have a deep love for it, so we we're excited to break down these matchups, and uh, yeah, we look forward to it. So, uh, folks, also give Noah a follow on Twitter at Noah B seventy seven underscore. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give us a follow. And please, if you can, hop on over to iTunes. Give us a five star review. Cannot wait to watch SWAC basketball this year, folks. I encourage you, if you're a fan of hoop, maybe you're just getting into college hoops, all right? Or or maybe you've only fucked with the the, the power conferences. I encourage you to go out and and uh, you know check out some of these mid-major conferences like the SWAC. They're fantastic basketball. Fantastic Alcorn history, State. fantastic culture. So check it all Alcorn out, folks. State, Jackson State, coming near you. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Both of them don't play a home game until the calendar flips. They're coming near you. Give yeah, they game. are. The fuck. It's like the circus. It's fucking. It'll be in town at some point. <laughs> all right, uh, folks. Mississippi uh, Valley State, the same way. They don't play a home game until January sixth. I just ran through the entire conference. You got to respect teams. that, man. You got to respect yeah. that. Can you imagine being a fucking player or coach that's like that's yeah. nuts dude i'm just on the road the whole fucking time uh folks get the sgpn app it's free to download in the app store and google play store and come talk college hoops with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash uh discord there and uh yeah we're we're here this is this is the final this is the final conference that we had to do yeah. so uh thanks, thanks hasty i mean he was in the chat for at least 27 of them he goes, preview season was fire boys. Big shout out to Dundee, Mac, Noah, Nick, Troy, CBB, Nick, GCG, and all the TCE crew. Let's go. Shout out to the whole chat. They're always the best of Ryan, everybody, everybody appreciate you guys. Uh, until next time, this is the college basketball experience swag style, baby. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Na, 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 na.
It's got me thinking about the good shit The minute that I seen your grill again It made me good trip Good dog to mind back Like dog but wind that Man I didn't get mad when you near me Hit me can back But the coming on was strong Now my shit's coming along You know the song The truth is I'm pretty much on fire again It's heating up for real I'm alive again uh, And that's the attraction factor Vancouver, Michigan with my rap disaster Yeah You know you want it how you want it No need to trip Cause I got it dog got it It's all yours and the extras too All the super music and the sex for who uh, Just get it straight cause it caught me in a good mood Let me demonstrate what this time of year could do Sing it. 